Good morning, everybody, and this is Marcus Padley standing in for Henry Jennings for the next month, you lucky people. This is your Marcus Today breakfast briefing covering the overnight markets. This is general advice only. Do not think this for a moment takes into account your personal financial circumstances. Right, overnight Wall Street behaving itself ahead of Jackson Hole tonight. The Jackson Hole speech from Jerome Powell is at midnight our time tonight, 10 a.m. their time. Dow Jones ahead of that was up 323 points, pretty much closing on its high. It was down 79 at one point, up 337 at best. So a good showing. And technology doing a little bit better. The NASDAQ up 1.67%, S&P 500 up 1.41%, and volatility down a little bit. The VIX was down 4.5%, Europe behaving itself up 0.3%, and our futures this morning plus 9. Most of this week, you will notice, the market hasn't done a lot. I think our market is down 0.9% for the week, but it hasn't done a lot, punctuated by results. But there does seem to be this lull before the storm. Nobody wanting to do too much ahead of Jackson Hole. I've written about Jackson Hole in the strategy piece today, and Henry picked up someone's comment that almost never does the market move more than 1% on the Jackson Hole speech in history. I do love analysts to spend their time looking up irrelevant statistics, but my feeling is that this is not a Fed meeting. This is not a time for Jerome Powell to start making policy or changing policy. And more often than not, he is just going to repeat the messages we've recently heard. And the most recent message has been that the Fed are getting less aggressive. So my suggestion is that the Fed not the Fed, the Jackson Hole speech tonight will be a non-event and the market will probably like it because it wasn't a disaster. And you'll notice bond yields have been rising into the meeting. I think the chances of a 75 basis point rate rise on September the 21st, the next Fed meeting, are up to now about 65%. That's already in the price. So anything less than that and the market should take it quite positively. Anyway, world on hold ahead of Jackson Hole, which I think will have almost nothing to tell us other than what we already know. So SPY futures up nine, bond yields pretty much unchanged overnight. Uh, the materials sector, the best sector overnight, up 2.3%, followed by technology up 1.9%. Resources are having a fabulous run. We hold one of the resources ETFs in the strategy portfolio at the moment, code OZR, which represents the Australian resources sector, which, by the way, includes 20% of or 20% of that ETF is energy companies, which have been doing okay recently as well. So doing nicely out of that and resources continue to perform overnight. We had BHP up 3.06% in the US, Rio up 1.78%, Vale, the big Brazilian iron ore company up 1.7%, the iron ore price down 0.18%, all the metal prices up, copper up 1.04%, nickel up 1.57%. And gold pretty much unchanged. Gold just does not want to come alive, does it? Up 0.6% overnight. Oil price, by the way, below $100. Some strong performances from U.S. resources companies as well. Freeport McMoran, one of the biggest copper miners, up 6.1%. Copper really is running. You might notice as well that Rio has upped its bid for a 
copper mine in Canada that it is bidding for. It doesn't own 49%. Anyway, it has upped its bid by around 17% overnight. Everybody wants copper, so Freeport-McMoran running. Alcoa up 4.6% overnight. U.S. Steel up 7% overnight. So resources continue to do their own thing whilst the market worries about Jackson Hole. Uh, Resources continue to go up. Today we've got some results. Uh, We have, what, three days left of results, but Monday is the biggest day left of results. You'll see a diary in the newsletter today of what results we've got coming up. They include Fortescue Metals, Mineral Resources, absolutely kicking myself for selling those earlier this week. We have the Ideas Portfolio uh, had PLS, which is Pilbara Minerals and Mineral Resources in it. And we got a little nervous middle of this week. Henry and myself and went and sold them. Fools, the fools anyway. Mineral Resources results on Monday, as uh, are the Oz Minerals results. They, of course, have been bid for by BHP, and we continue to hold those in the ideas portfolio. Other bigger ones, Harvey Norman and a few others. Woodside on Tuesday, IGO on Tuesday as well, and Atlas Arteria pretty much finished the results season on Wednesday. Uh, BHP is ex-dividend next week, by the way, Thursday, 1st of September. I've got a chart in the strategy piece today of the CBA. It has gone ex-dividend already. What was it? uh, August the 16th or something. And the share price has tipped over. And the same thing happened with Telstra. All the big income stocks tend to go into short-term downtrends after they go ex-dividend. So BHP ex-dividend next Thursday. And as I uh, pointed out in the strategy piece yesterday, the BHP share price has, again, tipped over most times. It's gone ex-dividend. It's a huge dividend, 8%. So some of you who are not interested in income might think about, depending on what happens next week, of course, uh, to iron ore prices and coal prices and copper price, uh, you might think about selling BHP before it goes ex-dividend and looking to buy it up later on because it just does tend to get a bit soggy having paid the dividend. Otherwise, next week, you'll see the diary next week in the strategy piece today. Not a heck of a lot going on except for the end of the results season and U.S. jobs numbers next Friday. The U.K. is on holiday on Monday. So an OK tone running into Jackson Hole today. As I say, Spy Futures up nine. You have a fabulous day. And in the words of Henry Jennings, may the trading gods be with you. (laughs) 